నమస్తే వెల్కమ్ టు ఇన్ఫినిటీ ఫౌండేషన్స్ కురుక్షేత్ర పాడ్కాస్ట్ ఐఎమ్ యువర్ హోస్ట్ దివ్య నాగరాజ్ ఇన్ దిస్ పాడ్కాస్ట్ యూ విల్ హియర్ శ్రీ రాజీవ్ మల్హోత్రా ఇన్ కాన్వర్జేషన్ విత్ ప్రొఫెసర్ ఆర్ వైద్యనాథన్ దే డిస్కస్ ద బ్రేకింగ్ ఇండియా ఫోర్సెస్ ఇన్ ద స్టేట్ ఆఫ్ తమిళనాడు పర్టికులర్లీ ద డ్రెవిడియన్ ఐడెంటిటీ పాలిటిక్స్ లెట్స్ లిసన్ ఇన్ Namaste I am here with the famous professor Vedyanathan my dear friend from uh, IIM in Bangalore uh, welcome and uh, uh, today we're going to talk about the breaking india forces the current state of play in Tamil Nadu it seems that there is at least six different groups of uh, breaking india forces each focused in a certain way and also collaborating with each other so we have the dravidianists that's a powerful group which we've talked about before they're still there there is a church which is playing and appropriating various other groups but there is a nexus the church is a powerful ne- uh, worldwide organization very institutionally defined there are now jihadis these are islamic people and they are connected with whether it's isis or al qaeda or overseas or home grown or whatever these are this uh, distinct group then there is the naxalites the leftist maoist naxalite who want the communist revolution they are definitely there there is ltte we defeated them in uh, uh, in sri lanka they were defeated their leader got killed but it's not like the all the ideology has finished the roots are still there and it's uh, it's uh, trying to come back here in tamil nadu and then there are all these uh, uh, new age activists you know who will improvise who just sort of arrived at the scene a mishmash ideological mishmash combining this that like new age kind of people so given these six as sort of a framework uh, i think would be nice for the audience if uh, we took them one by one yeah and, sure. and, and and you gave a brief uh, summary of where yeah. those are yeah so should we start with dravidian dravidianists yeah. what is the state of play of dravidianists uh you see actually when we first and foremost i should uh, uh, express my joy in meeting you again after a long time at bangalore and uh, traffic is bad as you rightly told i could have i think met you in boston much faster catch a flight and then come over then traveling <laughs> through this traffic anyhow it's very nice that uh, to know also that your health is much better now so and i am always i, uh, I have many delight. more many more years to make trouble <laughs> you are not making you are making trouble not for us anyhow yeah, yeah yeah so uh very nice actually so i should uh, mention that at the outset and uh, i always maintain that uh, you know coming in rajiv malhotra's uh, program is uh, one of the most uh, what you call interesting and joyful thing for me and for me yeah so now Uh, our relationship i also i think you recollect goes uh, way back several decades i came on a wintry night to boston and uh, so this uh, dravidian is a uh, you know very broad name nowadays appropriated by all sorts of fellows in tamil nadu but the original one is uh, what they call as periyar periyar mean a big man which he was not his name was ev ramasamy nayakar we will call him evr actually You see this is out of uh, south indian liberal federation which got started in 1920s as a pre pro british organization it was funded by british and encouraged by telugu landlords they called uh, the south indian liberal federation 
After that, it got converted itself into Justice Party, still supported by the British. Slowly, it, uh, the Telugu landlord organization became anti-Brahmin organization because the initial stages, lot of these Congress activists were Brahmins. So I thought the you know the Britishers thought it it will be worthwhile to divide. So what they could do with the Muslims in North India, they tried to do it same way here in the other context. And then this Justice Party developed and became uh, you know that uh, Ramasamy Nayakar was the uh, chief of the Justice Party, and then. Uh, he is uh, you know, completely pro-British. In 1942, he had a conference in Salem, wherein he clearly told uh, Mahatma Gandhi is a mental case and he should go to London to get himself, uh, what one can call, checked or something. Then he added, he would also like the, uh, even if British go out of India, let them, but uh, this Dravidanadu, what he visualized that time, sort of large portion of southern part of India, should be ruled from London, he requested. Then he did uh, try to meet uh, Jinnah and he did meet and told him, why don't you... Uh, they actually agreed to support each other. Yeah, but uh, somehow Jinnah was unenthusiastic. Somehow he felt this is not a good case to uh, take it up and uh, he was focusing more on the uh, Muslim and Pakistan side. And then this fellow went and met Ambedkar. He told Ambedkar you should uh, help in creating. Uh, Ambedkar told this won't work and you know, yes. Anyhow, so he, he was a very, I won't say interesting character, notorious. At 73, he married his own adopted daughter, <laughs> who was 22. And uh, that is also a lot of justification is given. Another. He was also anti-Dalit, incidentally, anti-SC. Because Dalit, I don't want to use the word, because that's a word coined by the church. Yes. In order to create more issues. So, out of that came, after his marriage of his adopted daughter, is Major Chela Anathurai, he was upset. One report suggests that he wanted to marry that girl. Anyhow, one doesn't know about it. But he came out and he he was wanting to stand for election. This Ramasamy, E.V. Ramasamy, who is known as, uh, also called Periyar, he declared the 15th uh, August 1947 as a mourning day. Mm. Oh, he conducted mourning meetings and other things. It's a very, not many people know all this history and other things. So they just uh, uh, treat him as some sort of a Karl Marx or something for Tamil Nadu. Anyhow, another came out, he told he will participate in election. This man was not participating in election throughout. And then uh, DMK came out of it. And uh, 67 election, when they lost, that time Chief Minister on Bhaktavachalam, he told the uh, poisonous virus is spreading all over Tamil Nadu. The future is very bleak. He is such a Dirgadarshi, I would say. As early as 67, he told this. He told it has got nothing to do with my losing election, but uh, dangerous trends are uh, coming forth. He was very right, actually. So, this, uh, uh, they went for election and uh, the political party part of it was captured by Karunanadi, who made it into his family fifth. Uh, he is not uh, like any... So he and he made his son as uh, in charge and his grandson, that his son's son is now taking over this. So and that's the equivalent of the Nehru dynasty in the South. Yeah, in Tamil Nadu context actually. <laughs> so then uh, the whole point is, they came to power at Delhi. They occupied a position during you know the United Front and various type of... Uh, and uh, they enriched themselves substantially. 
but periodically they will whenever they are in not in power they will talk about uh, tamil pride uh, the federal system and all this when they are in power they were just like a making money good making money is their primary objective and it's a huge family enterprise for instance is uh, nevu grand nevu uh, they built up this uh, entire empire of this uh, sun television and it is also reflected in karnataka it is called kaveri like that they have huge uh, network of uh, and there is absolutely no concept of conflict of interest in india when is uh, nevu was uh, two brothers they are one of them is running all this television network as well as the uh, network of uh, these uh, various other entertainment uh, channel other brother was in charge of telecommunication and information but can you beat this <laughs> there is and then there is also a big case going on for a long period of time that uh, huge uh, you know uh, number of uh, this uh, tele you know sorry this uh, the telephone cables numbering some 900 plus he kept it at his home he asked them to install it at his home and he was using it for uploading it from uh, singapore and hong kong because in those days uploading has to be done from those locations so he was using uh, public property like uh, private thing you know and uh, he was brazen about it actually anyhow now they are not uh, in power at this state level but what has happened is this group as what you call uh, like cockroaches they have got too many uh, dravidian uh, small small parties today and uh, some of them taking very extreme stands and uh, and some of them telling we are tamils we are not hindus for instance that is one of the basic slogans today and then they are rewriting history left and right they say the caldwell who originally came and uh, who did some translation of some of the tamil work and purely for the caldwell is uh, considered deity almost yeah. and uh, not only deity they are telling he is the originator he is the first man of the uh, tamil thing who saved and uh, so they quote him another thing not only that some some small group within there they recently unbelievability they celebrated uh, you know this collector ash who was shot dead by a freedom fighter vanchinathan in tamil nadu but they celebrated collector ash they said that he was a great man and he was for social justice while well, this varjinathan is a brahmin so he went and shot him because the collector was for so a lot of perversion is uh, taking place and it is not just uh, any more fringe elements that is the most important thing they are becoming you know more pervasive and uh, some of the offshoots as i telling one of the offshoot is the uh, went out and uh, this uh, he started his own uh, what to call marumalarchi dravidam munnetra kalagam he is one vai gopalaswami he is also now got elected to rajya sabha who you know they speak uh, you know against the sovereignty and integrity of country like nobody's business they say india should be split and for them this uh, these dravidian groups the channels or tv channels are extremely helpful and some magazines also this is something very dangerous trend in tamil nadu alone you find i don't see it in other regional languages discussions are held openly about uh, tamil nadu being separate and how it can manage and all these thing it's very difficult in any other context i'm very puzzled actually maybe because this is far away from delhi or i don't know whatever the reason this is as of now tolerated all these uh, type of thing and so the channels are extremely pro 
this uh, Dravidian group. And this uh, Dravidian group also has got alliances with the church and the jihadi groups. Church has got good hold over these groups actually. Now, so should we now talk about the church? Yes. Okay. So, so we talked about the Dravidian group, but besides that one family and that party, it seems to me that it has spread much wider. The Dravidianism, this yeah. whole Aryan-Dravidian divide, and yeah, yeah. Tamil separatism, sure. Tam Tamil chauvinism. Because we've done some conferences on all these matters, Correct. and the it seems like now it's become almost like a grassroots matter of. Tamil pride that you have to be anti-North yeah. and anti-Sanskrit. Correct. You feel that way. Yes. So, so in that sense, this this family's enterprise has been successful because this is what they wanted. Phenomenally successful. They wanted to do it. Actually, if you talk today about, uh, for instance, Desam, you know, country, a lot of people pounce on you today in Tamil Nadu. What is this country? Another thing. Talk only of Tamil Nadu. So the whole, you know, thing is uh, like a you know horse and, and, and a. And it's also in their education system. These are the histories yes. they're teaching. Correct. Only, you see, if you read the school textbook, so much on E.V. Ramsaminaikar and Anathura, right, right. running into some 5-6 pages, right. nothing on even Chola Kingdom. Right. I'll come to that. Recently, somebody, so-called uh, you know, cinema director, uh, Ranjit, he said, Cholas were the horrible people. A, they confiscated all the land of Dalit. As if he has got all the encumbrance certificate issued by the Tasildar at the Chola time. <laughs> which is thousand years before. And he also told, they are the ones who created this uh, uh, Devadasi system, which is totally untrue. So, what you should be very proud about, you know, the temple they constructed in uh, thousand, uh, you know, 900 plus. Today also it is standing witness such a, uh, you know, unbelievable uh, architectural wonder. And they have done, they have constructed dams and so many things. And, uh, but, you know, the, this is the way to deride our past. And similarly, Nayanmar, Salwars were all of the Bhakti movement. They are all arrested. They are not there in the textbook at all. So, for them, history starts with Caldwell and ends with Karnanadi. So far, it will continue yeah, yeah. with his son and other things. This is the type of uh, propaganda. And the church is phenomenally supporting them. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Do write to us any feedback, suggestions or questions you might have on infinityfoundationpodcast at the rate of gmail.com. Thank you.